Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, the Daily Bible Podcast podcast or go to our website, thedailybiblepodcast.net. We're going through the one-year chronological Bible. It's this one. And we will have links in our show notes and also at our website because it is not too late to start. We are so excited to have you. We also have a Facebook page. You can connect with us. We could hear your questions. We could just build a community there, which is what we really want is to read through the Bible together. Yes, read through the Bible together, answer each other's questions, because we want to learn. We want to learn from each other. We want to learn from you. So please stop by, leave us a comment, uh, tell us, tell us, uh, like, I don't know where you're tuning in from. That would yes. be fun to know. It'll and, be so fun to connect and hear from you. Yes, very much. And um, and then let us know what you're enjoying so far about your reading. Today, we are reading Genesis 28, verses 6 through 22. Then we're moving on to Genesis 29 and Genesis 31 through 24. Are you ready, Tricia? I am ready. This is going to be awesome. This 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 is a this was kind of, in some ways, this was a fun reading because it's all about dreams and weddings and babies. We got and some wedding what, planning going on. I know over there. I, have some I know, <laughs> I know. So it is kind of fun. It is kind of fun because I was like, "Ooh, oh, I wonder what, wonder how much planning went into their weddings." I know their weddings looked differently than ours, but you know what? What did that look like? I don't know. So, that would be fun. It would be fun. It would be fun to know. So that's what we have going in today's readings. Um, But first, we started by reading that Esau married one of Ishmael's daughters. Now, if you remember just a couple of days ago, we read that Ishmael's descendants, they lived in hostility. So Esau marrying one of Ishmael's daughters was, hmm. And, you know, uh, he had Canaanite wives already. So this is some bad choices. And in, in upcoming days, we're going to see how those bad choices play out. <laughs> but bad choices right here. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good thing. So meanwhile, Jacob leaves his home and he's traveling to his uncle Laban's. And one night in his sleep, he had this dream. And in this dream, God blessed him and promised that he was with Jacob, that he would protect him and that he would not leave him. And so Jacob left a memorial pillar there and he named it Bethel, meaning house of God. And it's there that Jacob declares that he will give back to God a tenth of everything God gives him. And then as Jacob continues to travel, he meets Rachel. And Rachel was one of Laban's daughters, and she was attending her father's flock, and she was beautiful. And um, and so here's where you see some sparks start. Love at first sight. (laughs) Her walking up to the well. You could hear the background music playing. (laughs) And so as I was reading through this, I kept going back to my Sunday school days. 
And this is what, like when I was a little kid, and this is one of those stories from the Old Testament that we all learned about in Sunday school. You see, Laban had two daughters, Mm -hmm. but Rachel was the beautiful one and she was the one who caught Jacob's eye. And then there was Leah. And well, Leah was hard on the eyes. That's that's so sad. It is so sad. This is is one descriptor of her. (laughs) in there. Poor Leah. Hard on the eyes. Oh. And so Jacob loved Rachel and Jacob agrees to work for Laban for seven years so that he can marry Rachel. And Laban says, of course you work for me. Uh, You get my daughter. Yeah. But on the night of the wedding, Laban switches the girls. And Jacob, of course, says, what? You tricked me. And so Laban, Laban, Laban's on the, you know, I don't know what kind of, obviously what kind of man this guy was, but Laban then says, Hey, for another seven years, you get the girl you really wanted. It's like, wow. That's- <laughs> and I'm just picturing like Leah knew, obviously Rachel knew, yeah. obviously Jacob, I guess somehow didn't know. I don't understand how it worked back then. He didn't realize until morning. It was, was it just dark? I don't know. But the next day, he realized, yeah, this is the wrong sister. Mm-hmm. It and is, then, and then he got it, Rachel, too. So I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel bad for and, those, those women. It's just, it's just one of those drama-filled stories. It really is. Um, and then, and then we have the babies, and then the babies start coming, and they start coming because, yeah. I mean, Leah had several and then Rachel, of course, she had two of her own. And then everybody's taking in their maid, bringing their maids to Jacob and four more babies. Oh, wow. It's it is a drama filled. I would have liked to have been like a neighbor watching this happen. I don't know. It's like, well, I guess we have it on reality TV now. So that's true. People are watching it. But yeah, it's it happened back then, too. But what mm-hmm. I love is how God continued to confirm with Jacob the promise mm-hmm. that he made to Abraham and Isaac, how their descendants yeah. would be numerous and God would give them the promised land. But overall, this passage exhausted me because as a mom of seven daughters, I understand <laughs> drama and the feelings and comparison. And I mean, I just can't picture. I mean, Leah was hard on the eyes. Rachel was beautiful, but Leah got to marry Jacob first. And then there's Rachel. And then who's he's going to be with that night in the tent? It is just seems like it's so much drama. And I think, I mean, girls are always comparing anyway, but with sisters, Mm -hmm. it was like, she got this, she did this. What about this? And I mean, with seven daughters, I hear it. I got a sign. It's in my entryway that says, don't bring the drama around here. Because there's just drama all the time. (laughs) So, but even with the deceit of Laban and giving the Jacob the wrong sister first, that these children were born in the midst of the struggle and the comparison, Mm, but they became the 12 tribes of Israel. And I think so many times we think of, you know, Jacob will later say his name has changed to Israel, but the 12 tribes of Israel and these great chosen people from God, but it came out of this comparison mm-hmm. and this strife and okay i'm not having babies so here's my maid to sleep with all these yeah. things so it just really gives me hope that god 
Mm. kind of work in our stories even in the middle of all our drama and all the struggles (laughs) and all the feelings of inadequacy like God's hand was still at work these men became the leaders of the 12 tribes of Israel it's just Mm -hmm. amazing how God had a plan even with all the human drama going on yeah you know and one thing that you hear from me a lot is that in order to orchestrate the bigger plan there are times that we need to go through the hard and Jacob went through the hard. Leah went through the hard. Rachel went through the hard. And like you just said, there's 12 tribes of Israel because of the hard. And there would not be the 12 tribes of Israel without having to go through those struggles of interpersonal relationships, the jealousy and the pain and um, I'm sure just the utter anguish. Can you imagine that this is this is where I like have such sympathy for Leah? I'm like, yeah. can you imagine how hard that would be to be unloved? But we see in that struggle, we see God working. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me to praise God for his work in my circumstances, despite the conflict or whatever mm. is going on. Like we could see, it's so easy to focus on the drama and the conflict and the comparisons and things aren't going like it was planned. It, Leah wasn't loved. Rachel couldn't have a child for mm. a long time. Things were not going, but yet God was working in the circumstances. I think that really just gives me a lot of encouragement today. Mm-hmm. It really does. Well, we need to take a break. And when we come back, Trisha, I want you to share your um, word of the day. Or is it my word of the day? It's I'm our word of the day. Our word of the day. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so we are back and the word of the day is remembered. Um, Genesis thirty twenty two says, Then God remembered Rachel's plight and answered her prayers by enabling her to have children. So what does that word mean to you? Remembered. I think of memories. Like I think of, of a snapshot in my mind, a picture, and it's, it is something that I don't forget easily. Yeah. Like it's something that's there. It's stuck in my mind. Yeah. And it's not like God had forgotten about Rachel. Although it may have seemed like that to Rachel from Rachel's point Mm -hmm. of view, it may have seen like she was forgotten. And it seems like so many times when we have that prayer, that's just like in our hearts, we just desire this one thing more than any other. And we just pray about it and pray about it. And it's like, God, why don't you hear me? Like, remember me. I think that's how she felt. It's not like God's like all of a sudden like, Oh wait, Oh, there's this other sister named Rachel. Like I I need to, I need to do something with her. Exactly. But we often take personal offense when our heart desires are denied. But more than that, in that culture, for Rachel not having a child, being barren was the same as being dead by that society. I'm like, mm. that is that is a lot for her. First of all, her sister got to marry Jacob first and there's all these children. Right. So I just love that we can think of that remembered that God is still thinking about us. He still cares about us. And in the right time, our prayers will be answered. It may not be the answer we desire, but God has not forgotten. He has remembered us. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. I tend to, I think, 
I, um, you know, how you took Rachel, I tend to, or you saw Rachel's plight in all Mm -hmm. of this. I tend to more align with Leah's plight. I don't know why, but she is actually my favorite sister of the two. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just something about Leah. I don't know if it's because she's the underdog or whatever, but she just pulls at at my heart. And, um, and, and just as I've watched, you know, she was so unloved. Yeah. And to think, to think that her father basically sold her out for, you know, like little goods. And, um, even though her husband had worked seven years for her, he didn't want her. He, she, she was totally unloved. And, And so I look at just what you talked about with Rachel and God remembering her. Mm -hmm. I see it. I see the other side where God remembered Leah, because if you look at Leah's prayers or what she named her children, she named her boys. It was she she knew God. She had that relationship Mm -hmm. with God and she was so thankful and the first two boys were like, well, maybe my husband will remember me now. And then, then you saw the progression to where she is like, I think it was with Judah. She was like, I praise God. I praise I God. Have a yeah. son. Yep. So. I love it. And I'm just going to praise God even in the midst of the situation. So really, I think the first application we could all apply to our lives is maybe the greatest gift in waiting isn't the answered prayer, but rather mm. the dependence and patience that comes in our waiting. We have to depend on God. We need him. And then I think also we can trust that God is at work and that he has a purpose yeah. for the timing. Now, Joseph um, was born at the end of Jacob's 14 years of service. Genesis thirty twenty five says, after Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, send me on my way so I can go back to my homeland. That means Jacob had 11 children in seven years because he worked for seven years. And, you know, he wasn't married. Then he got married to two women. And then in the next seven years, there's 11 children there. That's so a that's lot. a lot of kids. That's a lot of I kids mean, running around. It took, it, you and John have at least your children are spread out a little bit. But can you imagine that? No. All those children in that yeah. amount of time. When the grandkids come by, there's there's that many kids running around and it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So God was building Jacob's family and it became the nation of Israel. So even though, again, Rachel was feeling like she was left out for a long time, Leah mm-hmm. was feeling a love. God was building the nation of Israel. You know, I love um, what your what you talked about with um, your first application. And you said, maybe the greatest gift in waiting isn't Mm -hmm. the answered prayer, but rather the dependence and patience that comes in our waiting. I think that's just, that is just such a beautiful thought because, um, I mean, I mentioned a couple of days ago that my singleness has been a long journey for me. It's been a long road. It's been a hard road. Sometimes there hasn't been a lot of great points. Sometimes there's been wonderful points, but, um, but I see not only has God answered that because I'll be getting married soon. Um, He's not only he's answered that, but he has grown my dependence Mm -hmm. and also my patience. I mean, I, I think I rely differently on God now. And, 
it's not just in my singleness. There's, there's other hardships that we all walk through that when we walk through that and we have to wait, that there is that dependence. It's like a muscle and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And also then that patience that gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And then we see, I think we see a different, a different side of God. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When we realize like we love him despite the hard circumstances, like, you know, it's easy to love God when we feel like every prayer is going to be answered. But if Mm -hmm. stuff's hard and we have to wait and things aren't working out and it's it's when we can still say, God, I love you, even in the midst of that, it just changes that relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Well, friend, we are working our way through the Bible together, and this is exciting. I am so glad that you joined Trisha and I today. Just a reminder, let's encourage each other. So drop a comment in our Facebook and Instagram communities, the Daily Bible Podcast communities. And if you haven't already joined, just search for the Daily Bible Podcast. And as I said at the top of the show, let us know where you live. That's kind of fun. I can't Um, wait to hear It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We are dropping daily encouragement to get the word, to get into the word together and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And again, if you don't have the one year chronological Bible that we are using, there's links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. And for all of you who love your Kindle, I love my Kindle, but I think I'm really enjoying having, having this. It's just, that, I don't in know. In your just hands. Yeah. Right. In your my notes, hands. The, the margin. Yeah. I yeah, also, on is. the YouVersion Bible app, you can find the one-year chronological Bible reading plan. So sometimes oh. in the morning, I'm curling my hair or something. I just pop that open and I'm able to read right there from my phone also. Oh, that's fantastic. Also, in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. And tomorrow's reading is going to be from Genesis 30. We're going to start in verses 25 and go to the end of the chapter. And then we'll also read chapter Genesis um, 31. So I just want to take a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us at the Daily Bible Podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows on prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. Ugh, we've come to another an, an end of another day, Trisha. It's been awesome. I love reading the Bible with you. I do too. Thanks. Have a great day.